Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We speak today to Paolo Misk, who's the CEO of Largo Resources. They're a vanadium miner, or at least they were. Paolo's come in and tried to change things up. He wants to be seen as a clean tech uh, technology solutions provider into industries like the aeronautical industry, uh, chemicals, uh, providing high-grade flake, titanium dioxides for pigments, uh, vanadium trioxides um, as well. So lots of new new products and projects. They've also removed Lencore from their um, balance sheet by t- taking them out and they're now managing their own sales and trading. So lots of new things to look at. We talked to her about the business plan going forward uh, and the financing, so enjoy the podcast. Paolo, how are you doing, sir? I'm very fine, thank you. And how are things in Brazil? Uh, things in Brazil is, is going well. You know, in spite of the COVID situation, uh, we are doing very well. We have a very good relationship with the, the community, you know, with the, in the state we ha- we are in Bahia, and and no, it's a hard situation, it's a tough time, but we have doing all the preventive measures. You know, we are following all the safety and health protocols, according to the to the, all the authorities and everyone. Uh, we are doing our best re- in, the, in that regards. Good, so, good, good. And and a result of it, we are keep running. We have full production since beginning of the year, there's no, no impact at all in our, in our performance. Fantastic. Like, I mean, so, but tell us, because we speak to people from all around the world every day, and you know, different countries are reacting in different ways. We see some you know, quite high numbers uh, in terms of with regards to COVID uh, coming out of Brazil. What's the government's advice to you or to, to its, its population? It's a, it's a, in Brazil, we, we, the government is supporting mining. You know, uh, they they define that's the, the essentiality of of the the mine in Brazil as the the raw material source for the whole industry. You know, in the basics, that's that's mining mining does. So we we have support from the government, we have support from the community, uh, and of course we need to do our our work, our job. Hmm. So we are providing all healthy safe, uh, healthy issues for the for the employees. And of course, I, I, what I say is, we are going to to pass this crisis together. Each one doing their best, you know, and that's what we are doing. Okay. Well, like, um, you know, I hope the rest of the population is good. I, I, I'm hearing you loud and clear. Business as usual. Um, so, like, there's a new. Well, I said we interviewed your predecessor, Mark Smith, back in early September, I think. You know, shortly before he left. And you took over. Um, so we have heard a version of the story. We're going to hear a new version today. So could you give me a one-minute overview of the business for people who've not heard this story before? And then I'll pick it up from there. Yeah, just a, a little background about, about Largo. Largo is, the, is an industry-preferred producer and supplier of vanadium. We produce the best vanadium in the world in terms of quality. Uh, we have the VPure and VPure Plus. And, and interesting of these is this, uh, the world market is 91% uh, peruvanated. And the, the remaining 10%, it's 
aerospace industry and chemical application and VRFB. And the beauty of, of having a very good product that we can sell two thirds of our production in this special application market. So that gives us a, a, a great advantage because there's a premium, very good premium for that, for that special application. So we have, are producing from our uh, mine in Brazil. We, we have the, the world's greatest, uh, highest grade of V205. Uh, when we, we have the best recovery, uh, overall recovery from, from the mine to the product, which testify our, our good performance and efficient, efficiency at, at our plant, our production. Uh, at the same time, we have a very low cost. We are one of two or three low costs in the world. I'm, I'm comparing with everybody, including Chinese. So it gives us a situation, a very good situation to have a very good performance. You know, high quality, low cost. And we look at the production, just have an, an idea of flavor of that. We have been increasing our production year by year. When you look at the Q1 results this year, it was 35% over last year, Q1 2019. In, in Q2, we uh, have a, our, our production 2% increase over Q2 2019 as well. So it's a, it's a very good performance, but I will I, I tell you what, our team is responsible for most of that good uh, results. We have a fantastic team. Good. And I have, I have, the, I have a, 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 a very good sense of that because I I'm, I'm, have been there since the beginning, since we started producing in 2014. And I, I have built, I have helped, we have built this team and we have a fantastic people. We are improving every year, every day we are looking for uh, our, our performance, our KPIs and improving. So it's, good, good, that's good, the good. way we, we perform. Let me, so let me, let me jump in there because um, it's been all changed. You've been there since 2014 and uh, in, in a different role from the one you're in now. You took over as CEO at the end of September last year. Um, the business looks like it's changed. So you have, you're presenting a, a different company from the one I spoke to back in early September. So why the change and what was wrong with the previous model? We didn't change the strategy. It's just the evolution of what we have been doing before. You know, I think Mark Smith has uh, helped a lot our, you know, all progress we had. And it's just a continuous, all the strategy we have set uh, before. But some, we have a very good news, in fact, you know. Uh, last year, we increased our production by 24%, our nameplate capacity. <clears throat> by the way, with a very small capex. Uh, and, and, and just to have an idea how successful was this expansion, we jumped from 800 to, to 1,000 tons per month of E205. The last two months, we produce more than 1,000 tons, well, 1,052 and 1,030 tons. So we increase our production, and this year, we are going to improve our production, increase our name play capacity uh, 10%. 
with a very small uh, cost. The capex will be 1.3 million US for 10% increase. It's, it's, so, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I, I get it. And going from 800 to um, you know 1100, 36-37% increase overall in, in that time frame. So th these are good numbers indeed. But I want to stick with, I know you said it's an evolution in the business, but I want to ask, yeah. are you or do you consider yourself a vanadium business? You, ha you have a vanadium mine, but you are developing products. Okay, you're developing, you know, V Pure and V Pure Plus, and you've got other products in the yeah. line. So, how are you positioning it? How is the board positioning the company? We are today a clean tech. Uh, we provide clean tech solutions. We are not with the with the mine. Is how we source our product to provide a clean tech solution for the market. And we are working with Vanadium today. It doesn't mean that's going to keep producing only vanadium. And not just this, we are uh, approaching the market, providing more products. We are, we implement next year the uh, fair vanadium. Uh, also, we are implementing the B2O3. B2O3 is 50%, uh, one third of, of the whole consumption of the aerospace industry. And also chemical industry as well. So we are approaching the market with more solutions, better products. And if it's not just these, we are developing a process to produce titanium pigment, GIO2. Yeah. That's gonna be a fantastic improvement in our business. And we are uh, uh, developing a technology that's gonna produce these in a uh, environmental friendly, not gonna uh, discharge any fluid, any any drop of a fluid into environmental. Okay. So we we are doing a disruptive uh, improvements uh, in vanadium and will be in the future for titanium as well. So this this is what interests me, okay? Because you know mining has got uh, it, mining's obviously a bit mining's very tough. Vanadium is quite tough because the erratic nature of the pricing in the marketplace obviously the second half 2018 beginning of 19 you guys made a lot of money as the price went shooting up as it does you know every 10 years or so um supply demand uh, economics on that but what i want you to explain today is you, you said it's a natural evolution but to me it seems like a revolution because mining is one thing going downstream and capturing value capturing um, the ability to make more money is important for you because of the way that the vanadium market has traditionally been, i.e. erratic. So it, is it an evolution, as you say, or was there the need to say to the board, look, we need to be a clean tech solutions company. We need to position ourselves as something where investors can you know, get away from this uh, vanadium issue and see us coming up with solutions into this, you know, whether it be the, which, whichever verticals that you want to sell into, whether it be aerospace chemicals or, you know, even the EV uh, component or battery storage, et cetera. So what was that conversation like when you became CEO? First of all, I need to say that I have the full support to the board and I'm very grateful for that. You know, they, they have been supporting us, all the projects, they, they contribute, you know, and, and, and they support it 100%. Uh, 
that's that's very important and and uh, the alignment with the board and and the management you know it's uh, ensures that we are in the right path but when we when we we focus on fundamentals you know reduction cost quality providing the best product to our uh, customers uh, provide the green tech solution so when I, when I approach the company that way uh, we see that we can do more we can produce we have titanium in our tailings a huge amount of titanium by the way so we are developing and getting an advantage of have this unique situation uh, when you look at the all the the, the 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 our revenues and results when you put titanium on top of vanadium we 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 will have another very important revenue stream as important as vanadium so it gives us a much better situation facing the market volatility you know titanium is more stable and and you know it, it we start those things when we decide to have our own sales team. In, in April, our contract was Glencore over, and we decide to face the market by ourselves. Okay. Not just with Vanadium, but it created a situation that we can face another product as well, uh, of Vanadium and this, this uh, co-product will be the titanium. Okay, so let's, let's look at this, because I think it's really important, because when we went to, were doing this research, it was people were confused, because there's a lot of new things, and there's a lot of variables, okay? So, first of all, you're no longer a vanadium miner, you're a clean tech solutions company, number one. You have, right. you have, okay. a, vanadium, you have a vanadium mine, clearly, but that's one product. Secondly, you're looking at titanium oxide, you know, ilmite for, for pigments and that sort of thing as a second revenue, non-correlated revenue stream. Is that, that's right? Okay. Um, you've, yes. uh, you've talked about uh, vanadium trioxide, which is, you know, to be able to sell into, you know, the, the high purity end of things, which is the aeronautical chemicals, etc. line as well. That's, these are small markets, but they're high margin markets. So I can see why you did that, right? But the, 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 the thing which people haven't understood, um, I think, and, uh, properly, is obviously with Glencore, uh, the contract finishing earlier this year, you build your own sales and trading team. So what does that mean? So what, what are you now capable of doing and what's that done for your bottom line? We, we have... Uh we joined a very good sales team, experienced people, competent, and I'm very happy with them, you know, very confident with the, all the capabilities, and they have been performing in a very, very good way. As we, we joined them by mid of last, last year. Uh, it was part of our strategy as well, and it means that we are going, we're going to get all the opportunities, you know, and value, uh, of that sales opportunities uh, provide. And, and, and for us, it's essential to be, uh, to have our own, uh, our own path and, and, do, and, and knows about how we're gonna uh, face the market uh, and providing the, the, the best solutions. There is no other way. You know, we are not a, just a producer. We are not just a project with, with 
which was six years ago. But now we are a company that's providing uh, clean tech solutions and not just for aerospace or chemical uh, applications. We are looking very closely all the VRFB opportunities. Yeah, okay. If you, if you, if you, I don't know if everyone knows about that. Uh, well, well, let's talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, redox flow batteries. We talked about it a bit on our on our show. So we've done a few interviews on the on the topic. It's a, it's in a, it's a nascent industry. It's very early days, but you need to set yourself yeah. up for that. So, again, without wanting to bounce around too much, Ian, what are you doing with regards to setting yourself up for vanadium reflux reflux flow batteries? Yeah, I I let you know that. Uh, Largo is a unique company that can supply vanadium for this application because we have the quality enough. Not everyone has quality. If you look at the whole uh, production of vanadium, it's it's seventy percent from uh, slag, which doesn't provide enough quality. Our product can be applied for VRFB, and at the same time we are. You know, we are expanding our production. We don't need to put this extra production into pervanatum uh, uh, market, which you may have a, a not good impact in the price, but we we can driven this uh, extra volume of vanadium to an application of, of, of vanadium redox flow battery, which is a storage energy. It's a, it's a completely new disruptive uh, uh, improvement in the in the in the in the market when you see the, the all the the, the green uh, generation of energy electricity you know solar wind farms they need some device to storage energy nobody use uh, uh, energy late at night or the the, the bigger consumer Consumption is not in mid uh, noon, so you need to keep the, the energy produced in that period and discharge when it's in the people who use most. And the VRFB provide that solution. Vanadium electrolyte for VRFB, it, it's coming, but it's it's early days. So you as a business need to plan for it, but you can't um, you know can't plan for the revenues that it may generate yet because it's some way down the line because people need to be taken up in the marketplace. People need to come up with designs which they're able to sell into market for you to be able to sell into that market. So right now you're focused on your core core revenue streams, right? Which is selling what? Yes. So where, where's the where's the bulk of the money that you're going to be focused on come from now and for the next couple of years? Uh, right now. We are you know, producing fair uh, vanadium because we convert some partners. Uh, vanadium pentoxide, especially the high purity, the VPU plus. Uh, increasing the VTO3 as well because it's, it's to have the capacity to increase our sales in the aerospace and chemical by 50%, only having this material. And, and, and it's, a, it's interesting because the, our customers are asking us that we we need to have the v203 because they'd like to have our v, v uh, uh, vanadium uh high pure product quality in in the whole uh, vanadium needs 
So, what's it? so mm -hmm. that's the way we are going to approach and make the results. So those are, that's the core focus for the next couple of couple of years. You've got to focus on money. You've got yes. to be making money, okay? So, uh, and with your sales team on board, your margins, your, well, presumably your margins have increased because you're not giving it away to uh, Glencore anymore. Um, can we talk through your finances? Because, you know, I think you make a big thing of the amount of cash that you've got available. I mean, how much of that is free cash and where does it come from in terms of operations versus financing? Uh, we, we have a, a, a very good cash position. Very good. It's a, it's a, we have a unique situation, uh, you know, in, in, at, the, at the end of last, last quarter, uh, we, our cash, cash position uh, was in a, in, a, in a range of 147 million US. It's a very comfortable situation. We, we have enough uh, cash to pay all the, all the, the, the debt with, with Glencore. There is some payment we have have done, uh, but we have a very comfortable situation to to facing the, the new projects, facing this uh, all the period with COVID. Of course, th there is some impact in, in Europe and the US mainly. China today is launching and, and producing as still as crazy, you know, and we are getting advantage of that. We are selling material to China today. If you look at the price in China. Of E205, in a range of seven dollars per pound. You know, it's a very strong market, and we are getting advantage of of of, of that uh, uh, market, which is uh, really hot, really excited. But also, uh, Europe and US will rescue all the the, the industry and steel production. You know, I expect for for Q Q4 this year. That's that's the way we we are making uh, uh, good for the investors. Okay, so so I'm just looking at your presentation. You talk about Q120 numbers, uh, the operations contributing. I think it's 11.6 million dollars, but you you've got 35.8 million dollars provided by financing activities. So can you just help us understand the difference between those two? Yeah, that's that's because we you know we are positive in cash and and we are getting advantage of of this situation. But of course, the best. Uh, investment for our cash is our our operation. We have the great results, and we provide a much better results by investing in, in Largo and all these projects and expanding uh, all of our our operation and, and solutions for the customer. I, was, I just okay, but but what what sort of things does it cover? Because that, that's a good return given the amount of cash that you've got. Thirty-five million bucks is, is quite nice. So, what sorts of things were you doing there? Given you've paid off a big chunk of debt to to Glencore, you you are you now debt free? Is that true? Uh, we eventually we got some cash in the market, you know, some loans. Right. Just to we know we didn't know how how COVID will impact our business. Uh, it's it's unpredictable situation, so we got a, a small portion just to be safe, uh, and and we we could see that we didn't have any problem with with operation sales, right? So it's it's just to to be safe. Okay, so but, but you'd no problems raising that loan or that debt in the marketplace because you're producing cash, and people want to give you money. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, that's the, that's the, the, the fact. You know, we we have a very good situation. We are we have we have cash. We 
and the, and 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 that's the perfect situation to 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 get some money from the market when you don't need it. You get a very nice interest rate, and that's the way we we did. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I, true. I, yeah, banks love to give you money when you don't need it. It's uh, that's the time <laughs> to ask for it. Um, so so let me I just, again. So I I think I've built up a picture of you know. Th- where the company was in September and what you what you've done in terms of migrating it through to okay, a a solutions provider, I get it, and I can understand why that might have a higher multiple uh, as far as investors are concerned. Certainly, institutional investors. Once you get those revenue streams going, so can you talk to us about how quickly you think those new revenue streams are going to be able to kick in with meaningful? Revenue. What's the next five years look like for you? And if you if you can give us some sense of where, as a percentage, where the revenue is coming from. You know, how much is trading going to contribute as a percentage? How much? Um, you know, how much are each of the new product lines going to contribute? Yeah, we I we didn't disclose those those figures, so I I I cannot give you details about it, but I can give you a, a overview. We're going to keep growing the, the revenue and the margin with Vanadium by you know, providing better products like the Q3. Uh, when we get this t- t- titanium uh, pigment, it's not humanite uh, supply, it's pigment. We, we expect that's our, that's our, we are objective and aiming to double our, our revenue stream. And it will be basically 50-50. Vanadium and titanium pigment. That's our, our aim. And when you look at all the production from titanium, we just need to add the, the processing or processing. I'm not including crushing, not milling, because it have already, it's already have done this phase. But just the, the produce, the, the humanite from flotation, adding a Kimco plant, you know, in, in a sequence. And and we're gonna get the the, the the lower cost TIO2 pigment in the world. Okay. Just because we have already spent all the mining and, and, and milling, which is a, a expensive steps. Okay. So we, we, it will be in a very good margin as well. Okay, so, so uh, the titanium oxide, uh, il- ilmenite you know, pigment used in, in food and top, you know, um, and all sorts of applications, paints, etc. that's, will double your revenue, but as a percentage of your margin, you think it's going to be quite a high margin product? Yeah, it's going to keep high, you know, as much as we are doing in Vanadium. Uh, but, but that's, you know, that's our expectations. We need to fulfill all the study steps, and there's a lot of work to do. We expect to have this package done, you know, and all the studies done by Q1 next year. In Q1, I will be able to provide all the, the numbers and the exactly uh, forecast what we're going to our plans. Okay, understood. So it's not too, it's not such a long uh, run run road runway um, if you're talking about Q1 next year. So that's not too far away. So we'll, we will listen out for those numbers as and when you start to understand them better. And um, sorry to keep yeah. coming back to the trading, but you know it, it's it was such a big deal. It was made of the fact that you know Glencore would be removed and you kind of masters of your own destiny at that point but can you give us an idea of what you think that should do to your bottom line i mean if you're now in charge of your own sales process 
I mean, how much was Glencore taking off the top? Yeah, uh, 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 again, I cannot give details about the, the agreement with Glencore, but we don't get the full premium when you sell the high purity. Now we have the full one. So it will be, it's, a, it's an advantage to be alone, but not, not just it. We are increasing our shares in the, the high purity. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about aerospace, although this, this sector is it's, uh, facing very hard time, but also for chemical. We didn't sell one pound for chemical applications before, but we have done already. You know, we are, we are selling material to the, the chemical application. That's our focus because the, the premium is even hi uh, higher than aerospace. So just not having Glencore in our, with our, uh, uh, doing our sales, we get more premium and we increase in the, the VPU plus uh, sales. It's a, it's a big advantage. The Glencore is a, was a very nice uh, partner of, of, of Largo but they are also a vanadium producer. So there is a kind of uh, conflict interest. Okay, and so t tell me um, a little bit about, you know, you mentioned like stockpiles, creating stockpiles. I mean, what's the idea? Sell everything that you produce out of the mine as quickly as possible, or do you stockpile and say, I think there's price recovery in the market to come? And what's your view on the vanadium pricing in the market, for instance? Yeah, what we, in, the, in Q2, we built uh, some inventories because you need to put material in a warehouse around the world. You know, we are converting UV to, to FEV. Uh, but the, the, the build-up, we have done this step already. Q2 is very uh, important one. And that's, that's the, good, the, the good things to have a very uh, good cash position because it doesn't, you know, uh, hit the company. We built the, the inventories. We are ready to supply uh, all customers around the world with uh, vanadium pentoxide, high purity, and ferrovanadium, you know, as, as when they need, because we have already uh, built this, those inventories in Q2. So we are ready to... So what's, what's, the, yeah. what's the value of those stockpiles that are sitting around the world? I mean, what, what are they down on the balance sheet as? It's, it, it's about about let's say 2000 tons uh, of, of overall of it will five if you look at our our production uh, guidance it's 12000 tons of of b205 uh, this year but our sales guidance is about 2000 tons less that's why you know, we, we, we plan that, that situation and we are performing as planned. Okay, so, that, so you produced that 2,000 tons at around, let's say, a cost of uh, $3.25. So that gives us a sense of how much money net is available to you uh, sitting around the world. Okay, stop. Okay, I just, I just wanted to understand that. Um, what else do you do with your $200 million? You've got a lot of different new projects at various stages requiring markets to develop, requiring you to do, deliver things, like, you know, especially you know, like around the titanium uh, oxide uh, project. So how much net cash have you got and how do you plan to spend that? You know, how, how do you keep driving this growth? Have you got enough projects on the go? Yeah, it's a, one step at a time. 
I, I, I would not say exactly what, what cash position we have today just because it's, it's, it's not been disclosure yet. But we have enough, enough cash you know, to, to run the V203 plant, to implement that. That's our priority, by the way. Uh, we postponed the, the, the FEV plant you know, by the end of last, next year. So we have time to, to do both in a very good way, no problem at all. Uh, and the titanium implementation takes a little bit longer because we're going to have next year all the, the, the things done. And if we, have, we start already talking to the market to see how we can fundraise in this uh, for, the, for the titanium project. So let's build this, this uh, uh, all the projects once at a time and, and, and adjusting our, our cash situation and, and financing, getting partners. We will see all the strategies not defined yet, but I'm, I have no doubt when you have a good things to sell, it's much easier to, 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 to get partners and, and, and people to help you. And, the, and the, all the, our shareholders support all those actions. I have, I have been talking to them and they are very happy with the, what's the, what you're doing with the company and, the, and the how we are going to make it grow. Now, there's some, there's some very, very big plans in there and I appreciate the, the, the change mm -hmm. of positioning of the company could be dramatic in terms of the institution's view of you. That, that, I, I get that. that that's good. Um, but you're going to be building a big debt position to be able to get these things going. I presume it's going to be mostly debt, is it? Yes, we, we, we didn't, this, we didn't uh, uh, define a strategy for this yet, but probably it's going to be that. Okay, because you've got the revenues to be able to pay the coupons, so why, why not? Um, <clears throat> okay, so that's interesting. And, 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 and by the way, that's the perfect situation because the interest rates are very low. You see all the, the US, for example, they are, um, the expectation for this, this interest rate for next three years will be the same level. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And we have never seen this situation in history before. So it's a, it's, it's a good time to have a good project, you know, to raise money, help the economy to re-establish in the, in the previous level. And we'll be part of that and take advantage of all situations. Okay, absolutely. Well, you'll keep us in touch, stay in touch with us and let us know how that's getting on, because I think that's quite, quite important, because with, with growth comes growing pains and the, the cost of finance is, is important, as you say. Um, yeah, the board, have you, been, have you been buying shares in the market? I know you were pre-COVID, but uh, you know, what have you been doing since then? Uh, I, I, have been, I have been buying uh, uh, shares uh, uh, because it's, uh, the price is, is, is ridiculous, but by the way. It's very low price, and I expect. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a, a analyst, but I think it values much more. In a in a in a in a current basis, I'm not talking about the projects. I'm not talking about the improvements that we're going to implement, but in the current basis performance, this price is very undervaluated. So it's a good moment for buying, and I'm doing this. Good, good, good. I think your shareholders would agree with you. They, they, they don't understand what's hap been happening with the share price because obviously, you know, since the highs of towards the end of 2019, it's been in steady decline as the price has fallen, fallen away, obviously. But um, 
they're, they're looking for you to t- you know, lead from the front and tell them why the future looks good. Um, and what I'm hearing today is there, there are future revenue streams that you're planning for. And I think the, the a possible rewrite, if the market buys your story, that you're no longer a vanadium company. Uh, for, for sure. Um, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm, you know, I, I think Paolo, that's that's you know, that's a nice run through for the first of the new story. It's the first time we've spoken or, or met. Uh, so, like, I appreciate you spending your time uh, explaining that. I think you know, people are unsure about vanadium, but uh, maybe what you're doing, the plans that you have in terms of capturing more of the value downstream. Uh, might be more appealing uh, to uh, uh, you know a lot of a lot a lot of your current investors and obviously new investors as well. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, and thank you all the, the audience. It's a pleasure talking to you, and keep safe, please. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website cruxinvestor.com, and of course our YouTube channel Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.